all you positive heads out there, Brandon Beecham here. As always, thanks for tuning in to the Positive Head Podcast. Today we have the dynamic duo, Kristen and Chris Butler, on the show. Kristen and Chris are the creators of PowerofPositivity.com, which has garnered a multi-million person following on social media over the last five years. Together, they have a very inspiring story of how the power of positivity can create radical changes in a person's life circumstances. So I'm very excited for them to share their story with all of you here today. Hello, Kristen and Chris. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having us. Hey, how are you? Ah, hi, hi. Thank you for being here. Thank you. So to kind of start things off with the obvious question, how did you guys get started uh, with the power of positivity.com uh, and and what's turned into uh, quite the following? What inspired you guys? Well, I think at first uh, we were experiencing positive changes in our own life. And we kind of just one night got the idea to start a community on Facebook, just a Facebook page. There wasn't very many uh-huh. Facebook pages at the time. Right. And I mean, that's how it started at first. It was just a Facebook page. Yeah. You know, we were we were seeing some serious, seriously good things happen in our life when we applied some pretty basic yet very misunderstood by the general public techniques. And uh, as we saw these things consistently like come through for us, you know, as as we as we practice the power of positivity, I guess we can call it as, uh-huh. as we saw these things come through. It's appropriate. For us, we said, yeah, we just said, hey, we have just got to share our journey and uh you know, the techniques and information that we've learned to help other people do the same. And we were really just starting out like I we hadn't really read any books on positive thinking. We were just like starting out in the self-help realm and we were like, wow, this is really just all about positive thinking. If you would wrap everything up into one big ball, you know, love and uh, peace, it's all just about positive thinking. So we started the page and it was just a Facebook page, what was it, 2009? Yeah, uh, middle of 2009 we got started. And we were just putting out quotes and affirmations. And the Facebook mostly. page is Power of Positivity as well, uh, like the right. site, just to state that. <laughs> right. right. And we started out with affirmations because that was what was first changing our life. We started with affirmations. I think that was the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And then in 2012, I think, Yeah. we started the website. And we, it was really just very basic and we were just excited to kind of move forward. And, um, now it's turned into what it is today. Yeah. yeah. Every, every day we're posting new articles and lots of images and everything. Awesome. Yeah. It has definitely grown since its conception. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really interesting that you guys, um, hadn't done a lot of reading or, you know, following of, you know, other positive material out there and just started you know, on your own. Uh, that, that's, that's really interesting. You know, I always say for people and, and of course people are like, Oh yeah, you know, being positive. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But it really is a real thing. I mean, your, your external life circumstances are an immediate reflection of your internal state. And I always say, if I could just take someone, know nothing about them, but somehow analyze their thinking on a given day. Let's say they have, you know, 5,300 thoughts in a day. I don't know if that's an accurate number. I just made that up. But, you know, if I could look at those and out of the 5,300, if 4,000 of them were positive, I know that they have a pretty positive life. If, you know, 4,000 of them are negative, I know that most of the time they're dealing with negative circumstances. So, it really is that simple and, of course, that difficult all at once. If you can just monitor your thinking, uh, you know, that, that is going to uh, be reflected in your external, st- you know, stimuli and circumstances. So, um, so yeah, I mean, was there an aha moment or event in either of your lives where you, you realized that being positive was really this kind of internal choice and not something that was necessarily dependent on external circumstances? I think we just really saw consistency when we really uh, were paying attention to our thought processes and the way we were thinking about money and and um, friendships and uh, circumstances. And we were starting to actually look at, okay, um, you know, know. we were picking things. We were kind of like, you know, picking things apart and saying, okay, here's this here's this thing that just came crashing down on us, because really in 2000. 2009 when the economy went down and 
things kind of took a crash here in the U.S. Everything kind of crashed on us at the same time. Um, yeah. You know, I was working yeah. in manufacturing and that tanked and I got laid off and we were at our absolute heaviest weight and um, nothing was really going good financially or anything like that. And relationships but, were just okay. We were just, we were very depressed and we were, and when we started right. to see the consistency of positive thinking and our circumstances weren't necessarily changing dramatically, but we were seeing like small, small shifts. shifts. As, yeah. Sure. As we were taking small steps, then we were like, wow, this is really transforming our lives. And we were just getting started and we were just so excited. You know, sometimes you just get into something and you're just really extra excited. So that was us mm-hmm. when we started the page. We, we didn't even have a plan. We were just like, we're just going to help people. Right. We just knew oh, we awesome. had to share. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a big one is, you know, I, you've probably heard it said as well. You can get what you want by helping others to get what they want. Or, you know, you always have the opportunity to give away to others what you want for yourself. And it sounds like right. you guys right. were, were tapping into that and that helped to fuel you and probably inspire you to keep going. You know, having that outlet of just a simple Facebook page and seeing it, you know, even if it was reaching just a small number of people at the time, that probably fueled you guys greatly, I would I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, as it was helping us, we were helping others. We were like, oh, this is this is something we need today. Maybe someone else needs it. That's really how it started. Yep. Yeah. And that's and I so think- inspiring. And I, I think maybe even uh, by the, like how you said, give to receive, um, maybe mm-hmm. even we were doing that maybe even a bit unknowingly. Sure, sure. Um, now, you referenced a minute ago being at your heaviest weight and in your about section on your website, you said that you guys have collectively lost over 300 pounds. Tell me about that. That's that's tremendous amount of weight to lose between two people. Yeah, well, it, it really is, you know, going from nearly uh half a ton collectively to uh under a quarter ton collective uh together is it's a big step yeah, but big difference what we learned is that um you know when you open yourself up to the completely massive amount of knowledge available and really you know kind of blow the lid off of your own limited perspective uh and you start applying you know, things in your own way and small steps, not making anything dramatic, but looking to make something permanent and have a positive attitude throughout, uh, you can really, you know, achieve some, uh, amazing results. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that, that's, um, certainly an inspiration for anyone else out there trying to to lose weight and obviously it becomes a spiral, you know, the more, the heavier you get, I'm sure the, the more depressed you get and the more depressed you get, the heavier you get. And it's just this downward spiral for, so for you guys to, you know, together, um, you know, turn that completely around, uh, is, is certainly inspiring. In addition to losing a tremendous amount of weight together, you also have a small child, correct? And you, you mentioned that, how old is she? She is three years old. And you were told that that was considered unlikely as well. Um, what can you tell me about that? Is this something that you attribute to your uh, kind of turnaround uh, moment? Yeah, I think that when we realized that our thought processes had a lot to do with our, you know, experiences, we just I just started mm-hmm. affirming that I was going to get pregnant. And then we also looked into uh, more natural ways. And actually mm-hmm. just getting ourselves, getting ourselves healthy because I decided that, you know, going the medical route was not an option. And I, I'm one person that I don't like to hear just that this is going to be one way and that's all I'm pretty open-minded. So, right. It was only a few years later that we ended up conceiving naturally and I actually gave birth to her naturally without any drugs. So it was exactly oh, wow. what I had pictured, you know, it just took a little time to get there. But right. definitely positive thinking was that, that's, positive that's, thinking and positive action. <laughs> that's also such an inspiration for, I'm sure, some of our listeners who maybe have heard the same thing. So essentially, it was not likely that you would have a child. You basically, or you were told that it was not likely. You decided that wasn't a decision that worked for you. And you um, focused your attention and energy, you know, on the exact opposite happening and uh, 
now we have uh, a three-year-old uh, happy and healthy and, and present, right? Yes, so absolutely. That's very cool. Um, well, tell me, guys, tell me, guys, a little bit. Now you've you've launched the page in site both about five years ago, correct? Um, you mentioned in pr- prior to this interview that we had, uh, or the, I'm sorry, that you had uh, a pretty big spike in the last year. Um, t- tell me a little bit about that and, and what you attribute that to. Yeah, actually, I was just reviewing my 2004 goals and mm-hmm. I was I was just laughing. I was so happy about it because I, I said that we were going to, well, in December of last year, uh, 2013, we had mm-hmm. just hit 100,000 fans on Facebook. And so I declared that in 2014, we would hit a million. And we wow. were like, wow, that's, you know, that's kind of 10 times what we have. And it took us, what, three, four years, four years to get to 100,000. So it seemed pretty unrealistic that that would actually happen. And right. um, But I was like, this, this is something I feel. So I put it out there. And then I also said that we would have 5,000 visitors to our, our website a day. And to me, uh-huh. 5,000, you know, that's a large amount. So sure. I was really excited to make that happen. And, right. um, what at the end of this, at the end of this month, we, what would we do? The we end hit of December. 3 million mm-hmm. fans on wow. Facebook. So you tripled what your <laughs> goal was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really just like kept my focal point on, um, on helping people. And I actually kind of forgot about the 1 million being my goal. Cause that's why I was yeah. laughing. Cause I was kind of like, wow, I can't believe I said that. And now look three times the amount that I set forth. And then, um, in December, what we had about 30,000 to 50,000 visitors a day. Uh-huh. Yeah. To the wow, website. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah that's so really, good. really, really something. And I think it's because, you know, I made the goal, but then I didn't hold on to it. I kind of just let it go. And I, I set wasn't the intention and released. Yeah, it wasn't attached to it. It wasn't something that had to happen. It was just something that if it happened, cool, you know. So it's wow. kind of neat how that works. You know, it's like magic almost that what you desire can even come and exceed your expectation if you just kind of move forward in faith and service, you know. So what – yeah, that absolutely. What What would you say was the, the major cause? Was it just um, kind of the tip – scale tipping principle where – you know, you had the hundred thousand going into the year. You kept uh, diligently posting, you know, worthwhile things for people to share. Uh, is that you know pretty much what you would attribute uh, the exponential growth to? Yeah, I would say consistency, and I also think our vibration. You know, I think as you continue to raise your vibration, that you you get better expectations. You know, better goals. Yeah. Yeah, she's ah, like, no problem. That, that, that's that. Aurora. That's Aurora uh, chiming in as well. I think that was a confirmation yes. from her. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so would you say then that your recent success with the, the exponential growth came from just diligence reposting? I mean, was there any techniques maybe that you could share with other people out there that are trying to grow in the same fashion? that you've grown? I mean, was there something particular that you did or would it, was it just, um, you know, that you reached that, that tipping point where the hundred thousand really liked what you posted during this year and they kept sharing and of course generated, helped you generate more likes or was there something specific that you did? Well, you know, uh, as far as Facebook's concerned and the growth on that Facebook page, uh, we never really lost uh, consistency. We really made sure that we dedicated ourselves to it, regardless of whether or not it was making a dime. We weren't tying right. it to anything. We were just, you know, consistently putting out. We knew that by consistently putting out and living basically a life of service with it, that uh, I think that's a know, key point. It- yeah, uh, based on everything we had seen prior to that in the last four years before it even hit a hundred thousand. You know, we knew that by, uh, you know, giving our all, we were going to get it back and we didn't need to put a time on it or a specific goal on it. We just knew that whatever we wanted, it was going to happen because we were putting it out there. And you know that when you put the positive energy out, it comes back to you in many ways. You know, you can't be the judge of how it comes back. 
just knowing that it comes back is important and, you know, not giving up. You know, if if somebody tells you to go jump in a lake because they don't like your update because it offends them or something, you you just say, well, you know, uh, this message maybe wasn't meant for that person specifically. But, uh, right. you know, you don't let things get to you. You don't let things bother you no matter how low or low or high it is. You just uh, stay consistent and make sure that you give your absolute best no matter what that is. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's really interesting then. So it's, it's sounds like there was nothing, you know, uh, as Kristen mentioned, she set the intention to grow it to a million plus in, uh, you know, 2014 and then kind of release that expectation, not needing it to happen to, to, you know, be happy or feel fulfilled and just, moved into a place of, I want to continue to serve. I have, you know, I think that's, it's the perfect formula of how to create something in your life, setting the the goals, you know, setting the aim, uh, then releasing that, not needing it to be happy. And um, from there, how can I serve more people? And, and I think, you know, you've, you've kind of laid out a formula that I found in my own life through much trial and error, mind you, (laughs) to create things uh, as well. It's, it's, once you kind of realize that you don't need a particular result to be happy, you prefer it, you are shooting for it, but you know, you're not going to hang on to it so that if it doesn't, you're miserable and grumpy and all those things and, uh, and just continue doing what you do. And then lo and behold, you turn around and in your case, you triple that goal and, uh, it's pretty, pretty exciting. It's a pretty exciting, uh, demonstration of the power of positivity. Yes, it is. Mind you, it took a lot of action. <laughs> yeah, oh, of yeah. course. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> a key point that a lot of times really, people miss. When you're really passionate about something and you, you know, you just keep going no matter what, you know, no matter what are the what struggles come in the way or what you think's trying to defeat you, you know, you just keep going and you just keep having your faith. I mean, then it. Yeah, the law of attraction has the, has, you know, the word attraction itself action is a big part of that. So, yeah. you know, it's not like, it's not like just sit there and meditate and things are just going to pop up in front Fall of you. From you know, the, we're not, a hole in the ceiling. Right. We're not, <laughs> we're not there yet. Uh, but you know, you, Hey, you never know. Maybe a hundred years from now we'll yeah. consciously huh. elevate to the next, le- next vibration. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, and that, that actually leads into a next uh, question, uh, quite well. On your web uh, website about page, you say, we feel that our spiritual awakening calls forth our role as light workers who've been through darkness and are living the light. Uh, we're ready to help others and change the world uh, in our ways. Uh, tell, tell me more about that. I mean, I think that's a, a very profound um, statement. Well, it, it is. And uh, it's a pretty big statement to make if you can't quite, you know, say that your spiritual awakening has, you know, uh, kind of presented you with an opportunity to serve. You know, our spiritual awakening, um, that's all part of the, you know, the extreme weight loss and the financial, mm-hmm. you know, the financial struggle and the, you know, the inability to have a child for so long. And, mm-hmm. you know, all the challenges we were faced with almost in perfect succession, like dominoes, like, uh, you know, all the breakdowns that occur that make you think, make any normal person think, oh, you know, it's time to give up. It's just too hard. Um, you know, we kept that positive mindset and uh, stayed grateful through the process, saw how it happened. And, uh, you know, it it just it just made us like we said earlier, you know, it made us say we have a job to do to spread this information and knowledge and experience to as many people as we possibly can to show them that you know, hey, we went through depression, we went through anxiety, we went through bankruptcy, we went through weight loss, we went through almost not having a place to live. And, and you know, if we can do this through these right. pretty, pretty simple steps, although they're commonly misunderstood, although we did this through these simple steps, you can do this and you can be presented with opportunities for action. Um, I mean, we're just average people in an average town of... <laughs> Pennsylvania. I mean, doing extraordinary mm-hmm. things and I'm, we're no one special. We're just regular people, but we're just applying, you know, techniques that we're learning and, and from our experience and it's working. And so we just keep applying them and doing what we can to make ourselves better so that we can 
help more people. Right, right. Absolutely. And, and you know, in our own way, uh, changing the world in our own way, what we really mean by that is, uh, you know, we're, we're serving through experience. You know, like I said, we're saying we've been there. You know, we understand. Which is your key. Play. Right. And we're not just preaching. Uh, we're not just saying, mm-hmm. well, this is the word and this could work. We're mm-hmm. saying we have been there. And yes, it does work. And our spiritual waking has evolved like extreme depression and anxiety. I mean, there was a point where I didn't want to really leave the house for months. And I think wow. I needed that time to really understand myself and where I needed to be in sure. the world. And so people who are having extreme difficulties, that's the time when you, you know, take that alone time and you start to get to know yourself and say, what am I doing here and what can I do to help others? And during that time, we all can have a spiritual awakening and bring out our best self, really. Absolutely. Now, as far as your your spiritual awakening is concerned, did you have... Um, well, tell me a little bit about your background as far as in a spiritual sense. Were you raised in a religious, uh, either of you uh, raised in religious families, or was this something that, you know, in these last few years, have, have you know, this is information that you've just started to kind of, uh, um, you know, take on? Both of us were raised in like a, a Christian environment, but not super uh, religious or spiritual. Yeah, um, okay. not really, not, I of, guess. You know, kind of. A uh, bit of a trauma in childhood, and I think when you go through that, then you, then you find your own uh, connection path and mm-hmm. connection um, going within. It kind of makes you have to go within, and you learn on your own, but you still find the same information. You know, it's being brought to you just in a different way. So I kind of, right. I think we kind of stumbled on everything almost in our own way. Not to say that people didn't help us; they have, but a lot of times. Yeah. Hardship helped us, I think. Yeah. I mean, I have um, genetic back. Like my my family had, you know, is religious, but I wasn't really raised in a religious environment per se. So. Got you right. Neither was I. You know, we were all we were we were connected. You know, uh, we had a belief and a faith. um, But it wasn't overtly, you know, church going two or three times a week. You know, like the uh, the the Iron Man of. Of, of right. like my upbringing where I went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Uh, my my father door knocks to invite people to church uh, every Saturday to this day. So, um, That's so wonderful. yeah, my yeah. well, you know, it works. It works for him. It works for him. Uh, you know, I always <laughs> say uh, I personally am spiritual, not religious. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I feel like we have a direct connection to our divinity and you don't need any conduit um, to access that. And that's where, you know, our paths certainly separate. But I think, um, you know, everything has its context in place. And it it certainly set a foundation for me personally, um, you know, to lead to my own spiritual awakening. And so I'm just curious, you know, as far as you guys, you know, you also reference being light workers. So I'm assuming that your uh, belief system is somewhere you know, in the same realm as mine that you, you know, you most likely created this situation for yourself prior to incarnating in the third, third dimension where you would have these problems to overcome all this weight to lose so that you could play the role that you're now currently playing. I mean, is that something that you guys would, would agree with that? It's something that was predestined, so to speak. Yeah, I think, I think so. You know, um, Everyone has their own independent beliefs, and you know we do feel that in a way you're you're presented in every life with challenges and lessons you need to learn um, to really really bring yourself to a higher perspective and a new level of understanding of the way things work. And uh, you know the weight loss, yeah, definitely. You know uh, the the experiences, yeah, definitely. There's got to be some sort of you know, explanation as to Mm -hmm. why, as to why people are faced with certain experiences. So I could say that, yeah, it's a, it's a, we have, I guess you could call a universally spiritual belief system that, you know, kind of allows us to connect all of those, you know, world religions and all of those, you know, faith-based systems 
um, that are essentially telling the same stories in a different way. And you can find it in nature. You can find it going to church. You can find it meditating. However you connect to your source. And we have all kinds of backgrounds on the page, really. So we don't really promote one specific religion or belief. Right, right. Yeah, I think think you're definitely right. There's some truth in in all the different teachings. And uh, I think in some cases... There might be some misconstrued or misinterpreted information, but there's truth in all of you know truth hidden in all of it, to to some degree, and uh, I think that's really important to to be open to uh, to all different um, you know all different modes of spirituality and, and religion in some way or form. Um, Most definitely. So, Kristen, your cover photo on Facebook is a quote of yours, which I really love. It says, you know, surround yourself with people who illuminate your path. Um, pretty simple, but but profound as well. Is there any particular figure or figures, uh, aside from Chris, of course, <laughs> who goes without saying, uh, that inspired uh, that quote? Um, not necessarily. I just really believe that it's important to surround yourself with people who bring out the best in you you know, Mm -hmm. on a daily basis. And, um, you know, like they say, the five people you surround yourself with the most are, um, who you become. So when I started to really notice that and realize that I didn't have to, you know, be around specific people I could choose and I could, um, grow and it's okay to do that. You know, that really helped transform my life as well. And I think that along in each stage of our life, we encounter people who are mentors to us, you know, even without even realizing it. And they kind of extract, you know, certain parts of us that uh, make us better and um, help us to grow. So I kind of that quote kind of came from my belief system about that and the importance mm-hmm. of who you surround yourself with and yeah, who you follow. I mean, I follow a lot of different people, so it wouldn't be anybody in specific, you know, specific, but I okay. think it's very important. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> how about you, Chris? Um, is there is there any particular mentor or figure that has uh, helped to illuminate your path? Well, uh, you know, or maybe I, an I author, or you know, someone like that. Uh, yeah, I think really. Stephen I mean, Edwards, I guess. there have been there have been a few. Um, one in particular was a man named Stephen Edwards, who is an author and a speaker. And mm-hmm. he had right right about the time I think I was laid off from a machine shop, he had brought Kristen on to do some freelancing work for him, you know, some uh, website building stuff. Mm-hmm. And just the stuff he had to say was kind of one of our first peeks into, you know, uh, like a more sensible, uh, sp- you know, concept of spirituality and introducing us to the metaphysics and how it's kind of how science and spirit kind of, uh, you know, become one in a way, uh, how sure. they're ever, how they're ever growing closer as we continue to discover, you know, what we're oh, made of. Absolutely. Uh, so that really kind of started to blow the lid off. You know, every, every person you meet that becomes a mentor, it's almost like they open up the box that you're living inside of. And you come out of that little box you were living in and the sun's all bright and you're like, wow, look at this. Look at all this stuff that was outside of this box that I never knew about. And Absolutely. and it just totally broadens your perspective. Um, so, you know, there are a bunch of people, whether it comes to, um, you know, your physical well-being, um, you know, and following athletes or, you know, your well-being, uh, following, you know, uh, different gurus out there or spirituality and wellness experts, um, you know, you can really find it from anywhere. But Stephen was definitely one. Uh, yeah, I would say Stephen for me also. That was the start of it when I was working with him. And, he, and I would say Tyler Tolman also, if we're getting specific. Yeah. When it comes Who to the, you know, the physical body, Tyler Tolman is, okay. His he's he's like a health pioneer. He really is just incredible with this, with the knowledge he has of you know, ancient wisdoms and how the body can just am- do amazing things to heal itself. You know, Does he have a particular book that you would recommend to people 
maybe uh, out there who are, are going through something similar to what you, you guys did with, um, you know, the weight loss and so forth? Is there, well, or does he, I, I'm not familiar with him, so. Honestly, he, he gives a lot of free, valuable information on his Facebook page. And then he also does like um, a juice fast group that's free. And he does have products that he sells, but he just following him um, on his Facebook page, he really gives out a lot of valuable information that really goes against what we've always believed and been told, you know, so about like extreme health, you know, optimal health. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that's someone that I will definitely check out as well. Can you spell his name? Yeah. Tyler, T-Y-L-E-R, Tolman, uh, T-O-L-M-A-N. Okay. Okay. That way people can easily, easily find him. Um, Very good. So, as far as the website itself, how do you guys curate the the content? I notice, you know, some of the quotes you post on Facebook are your own personal quotes. Uh, I mean, how, when do you get inspiration? In the shower? Is it something you wake up in the middle of the night? Uh, tell me a little bit about the site and, and how all that comes together. Well, as far as the site's content, you know, we mainly deal in a lot of discussion in the community on Facebook and, and abroad. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that will come up to you with questions or send you a message or uh, leave a comment, you know, giving mm-hmm. their specific situation or whatever. And, you know, that'll inspire us to say, OK, how could we take this situation? Uh, you know, how can we take the situation of anxiety and stress and talk about how to either prevent that anxiety or distress or deal with it after it's already there? And and what valuable tips and information from our own experience can we implement into this? And next thing you know, there's a thousand words and, you know, it's being seen by thousands and thousands of people. Um, I mean, sure. our community does really inspire us because for me, when someone says this can't happen and I know it can, I'm just like, wow, I really got to help this person. And then, you know, actually we get almost the same type of questions and problems every day. So it's actually kind of easy when you have a large page like this to answer people's problems because everyone mm-hmm. kind of has problems, you know? Yeah. So, and probably and we, a lot of times the questions, uh, a hundred other people are thinking the same thing. So they're, yeah. they're you know, tuning and in. Then, and that then thing, also, so. you know, some, you're, you know, you were kind of laughing when you said in the shower, but you're right. Actually, it's like sometimes I'll be um, in the shower or taking a salt bath and I'm like, oh, wow, I have to write this down right now. And I do. Mm-hmm. Or if just kind of like in the car. Sometimes we do voice memos and then a lot of times I'll just write it down on a notepad and then go back later and revise it and then post it. So, yeah, when it comes to the uh, divine downloads, I guess you could call them when it comes to that. It's not really like it's going to come at a time when you're ready. It's just, (laughs) you know, those ideas just come to you. And when they come, you write Mm -hmm. them down. A lot of times Mm -hmm. we wouldn't, you know, we didn't think about it or we'd be like, oh, we'll remember it later. But you usually don't remember it later. So when that energy is flowing, just go with it because you could write your best work or say your best, you know, most profound statement if you're just writing right on that energy as it comes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I like the way you put that, Chris, divine downloads. Um, is, is that what you feel is happening when you get that inspired, that inspired thought or that inspired quote um, that you do get a sense of tapping into something that is coming from something beyond yourself. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's all about, it's all about realizing that whether you, whether you're into believing it or not, there's something, there's something greater than me at work. And when this comes through, it's not even like you're thinking about that subject sometimes, just sometimes it just comes up, you know, it'll just trigger a memory you had or something. And, Boom, there's the answer. You know, it could be something Absolutely. you were thinking about for a long time. It could be something that's just completely random, even like with the weight loss. You know, it's just understanding that there's something helping you out this time. You know, there there's something helping you out when you believe in the ability to, you know, receive your greatest life. That, you know, yeah. there, there's there's that divine power that just kind of flows into you and through you and if you allow it out of you, you know, for others, it's, it's like your light. And sometimes we Absolutely. even just ask, you know, if we're mm-hmm. stuck on something, we just, you know, ask and let it go and it'll just pop up, you know, the answer to it. So it's kind of, 
you know, you just know that you're always being helped and you're always being guided. Yeah, I, I've definitely found that in my my own life. It's, you know, when you're open to receiving information, uh, letting it channel through you, so to speak. And, and I've heard it put before that all art, all creativity is a form of channeling. It's, you know, it's opening that spigot, so to speak, so that you can, you know, things can come through you from uh, another, you know, a higher source, your higher self, whatever you want to call it. Um, And so uh, I think uh, divine downloads is a really good way to put it. And I think the more that you're open to that sort of um, thing happening, the more it happens. Uh, And it's just just like anything else, you know, what you perceive and believe to be, you create as as such. Oh, very well right. said. Right. And, and, you know, another thing, too, is with that, a lot of people kind of get it backwards. You always hear somebody say, well, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, yep. But, you know, uh, why not, why not uh, you know, believe it to receive it, you know? Yep. Uh, maybe yep. maybe you'll receive it when you believe it first. Yep. I, I actually, <laughs> I always, I've had quite a few interesting synchronicities with license plates and so forth. Um, and one that I came up with, maybe it was a divine download, huh? Uh, a few weeks ago where I was like, oh, you know what would be a good one is be it to see it, you know, B-I-T-C, you know, and it really is. It's most people, you know, do something like work in order to have something like money in order to be something like happy when it actually works the opposite way, just like you know, you, you guys just suggested you be something like happy. You find yourself then doing and having the money or the th- things that would bring that happiness. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's the exact opposite of the way we've been taught. But it's, you know, if you can just go within and drum up that feeling, um, regardless of what's happening externally, you'll see those external things shift. And, you know, don't take my word for it. Don't take, you know. Kristen and Chris's word for it. Try it, you know, and uh, it's it's pretty it's you know pretty inspiring when you see it see it working. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like building the momentum. And at first, you know, you just have a little bit of momentum, but as you keep going and you keep believing, it just gets easier and easier and better and better. And people say, it becomes oh, well, your way of life. Yeah, and they say, oh, the better it gets, the better it gets. It's not really like that, but truly, it, it doesn't mean life's perfect. But it truly me- it means that it's makes things easier. You know, difficulties are much easier because you can always find a solution and solutions can mm-hmm. pop up much faster, almost instantly sometimes. So, sure. you know, there's less room for worry or stress because you've got that momentum behind you. Yeah. And that, that kind of, uh, plays into what I was going to bring up next is, a, you know, one of the quotes that I really liked, uh, that I saw Chris post was, um, Negative experience is only a positive experience in need of translation. Um, that is a wonderful cl- uh, quote, Chris. Uh, can you elaborate on that? Uh, well, yeah. You know, um, it's kind of like when you when you when you have an experience, it is the experience. That's that's all it is. So when you have a when you have a great experience, you know, you could say, oh, well, that was great, but this happened and then you could go and focus on the lack. Well, the same thing happens for an uh, experience that may seem negative. You know, it may say, oh, well, this 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 was terrible, but then you could do the flip on it and you could say, well, that was terrible, but here's what I learned mm-hmm. or here's what yeah. I could do next time or Here's, here's, you know, you know, sometimes you have to figure out what you don't want. So, you know what you do want. And it's, it's all about finding that positive in no matter what the case. And when you, when you find that positive and you focus on that and you make room for that, you know, Mm -hmm. the negative's not going to be something to necessarily run from, but something to understand and something to, Mm -hmm. you know, work through within yourself and, you know, get to the root of that problem or that cycle and release that. And, you know, like I said, translate it into something positive and let it grow from there, you know, give it a fertile ground. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I always say that lump of coal is always a diamond waiting to be seen from the right angle. So yeah. I, I really resonated strongly with this uh, quote 
and uh, I will definitely uh, reuse it uh, with your permission. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really good one because it just needs the proper translation. It's all in how you're looking at things. We're making it all up anyway, so you might as well look at it and you know, make up a way that you can see benefit in it. And, and then it becomes a game. You know, yep, here's a negative uh, experience. Okay, how do I look at it through these um, you know, positive tinted glasses? Uh, through this this lens and, and it becomes it becomes fun and well not every negative experience is fun but once you start seeing the positive in it it takes the sting out of it and next thing you know by by changing your perspective on it it changes the impact that it has and you can see some truly miraculous uh things when when you start experimenting with this uh this approach mm-hmm. oh, absolutely so as I always uh, like to do, uh, kind of get an insight if there's been any positive uh, paranormal stories that either of you have had, uh, what I like to call real magic. We hear so much about uh, negative uh, paranormal stuff. I, I like to, you know, in my own life, uh, as you guys probably have heard me talk a little bit about uh, on any of my other podcasts, you know, I've had quite a few really inspiring uh, synchronicities or stories of, like I said, I call real magic. Uh, any sort of uh, story that you guys can share that's helped guide you to where you're at today or or in general? Let's see. There's so many little synchronicities that we have every day, you know, but something right. profound. I would say um, experiencing the 1111 awakening. Have you heard about that mm-hmm. before? I, I, yes, I am familiar. Um, yes. It happened when I was about 16 and um, my family, they just thought I was crazy. And I even thought like, wow, this is Can so- you elaborate a little bit with uh, for, for those who may not be familiar with what you're yeah, talking about? So I was just randomly seeing 1111 or 711, but I was just seeing 11s all the time. Like I would fall asleep and if I would wake up, I'd look at the clock and it would be 1011 or 1111. And the mm-hmm. 11s were just popping up, you know, on receipts, there would be 11s. And I just thought, wow, everything, you know, almost on a daily basis, I was seeing the 11s. And it wasn't until I was about 21, maybe. I'm 30 now. So okay. it's, it's about 21, I think. When I started reading about the 11-11 awakening, and it was actually happening to a lot of people. And it's, it's kind of like source just confirming that you're on the right path, you know, right. um, divine energy saying, yeah, keep going. You know, it's like a confirmation for some people. They believe different things, but that's what I see it as. And, mm-hmm. um, when I met Chris, uh, his birthday was uh, June 11th and mm-hmm. that was, that was kind of neat. And there's just little things throughout my life that, um, you know, a lot of the times I really will see the clock at 11, 11 and then one eleven, and just random right. things all the time with 11. So it's kind of really neat because you see like divine power at work just throughout your daily life, you know, feels good. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I think, uh, for a lot of people, it's, you know, I've had a few, uh, pretty jarring, you know, very cool, um, you know, instances happen, but I think for a lot of people, it's, it's lots of little synchronicities. And the more you kind of start seeing the synchronicities, um, the more that they happen, um, you know, great example, very, it's not profound, but it's, it's a synchronicity. It's, you know, when uh, we first got on this podcast before we started recording and actually doing the interview, um, first thing out of Chris's mouth was something about um, dog barking. I forget exactly what you said, Chris, but I I had just typed to someone, don't get mad at this person. It's the same as getting mad at a dog barking. It's just part <laughs> of their nature, right? And literally, I, ty- I text that, I, I you know, we set this call up and the first thing out of Chris's mouth is something about the dog barking. I'm like, oh, that's so funny, you know, and I see those sorts of things all the time. And I think you're right when you say they're just little confirmations. They're not always these groundbreaking, earth shattering things, although those, although those sorts of experiences can happen. Um, a lot of times it's just little things that you'll notice, uh, you know, that are that are synchronicities. And they seem to be increasing, at least in my own world, a lot where I have, you know, many a day. Uh, now and they don't really get quite the same, uh, you know, uh, excitement that I used to get from them. It's like, oh, there's another synchronicity. There's, you know what I mean. So, yeah, um, how about things you? That, little things that make you smile, and then you tell other people that don't really know anything about synchronicities, and they think, well, I'm a little crazy, right? And I know <laughs> yeah, it really right. does happen. 
happen. Mm-hmm. And I noticed too, you know, like you said, it's there's so many little things that go on that it's almost hard to just kind of uh, pinpoint one exactly that we'd really love to just talk about. But one thing is in common with all of them is that if you're faced with a challenge or something like that, and you you can consciously say to yourself, okay, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna get through this. Uh, you know, let's find a solution. Ten times out of ten, something will happen that mm-hmm. will provide you with an opportunity to make that solution. You know, just pop like it just pops out of nowhere. It, uh, you could be at an airport and you know be way behind on your flight and say, oh, "I'm never gonna make it." You know, I'm never gonna make it. I'm gonna miss my flight. Or you could say, okay, I'm running a little bit behind. Uh, you know, something good's going to happen. It's going to be fine. And next thing you know, one of those people on the golf carts comes up and pulls right up next to you and offers you a ride. Oh, it's yeah. right. Yeah. It's, it's the thing. It's the little things that just happen out of nowhere. Or if somebody calls you, you know, you say, well, I need this to happen. Or I need to buy a new stove. And then two days later, a stove, you find a stove for a really amazing price that you would have never seen before, like sure. ever. And you're like, yep. wow. Yeah, the talking, the talking to people thing is profound because we do that all the time. We'll just think of someone and they'll send us a message or they'll call and it happens every day. Like just happened yesterday. It's it's like all, you know, we're all intertwined and we're all interconnected. And even with Chris and I, um, I'll be thinking of something and then he'll talk about that topic. And I'm like, wow, I was just thinking that I didn't even say anything to you. And it's just really neat. You're like, we're just, that just proves that we're all connected in our thoughts really affect our outer world because otherwise how would you see those synchronicities yeah and i think uh you touched on an interesting point earlier for people who are maybe skeptical about this sort of thing when you start looking at science and quantum entanglement and uh, you know Mm. what quantum physics is having to say about these sorts of phenomenon it really science is looking more and more like you know spirituality every single day because it it really gives the explanation as to why these things work that way and it's once again the more you're open to it the more once you start playing with spirit and saying hey i want some sort of experience on this level you you know i found we'll have it and it's uh it's pretty exciting you know you know whether small or big it's it it definitely lets you know that you're you know tied into something bigger than yourself yeah. yeah. And for people that are new to this, I would recommend What the Bleep, you know. Down, yeah, um, yeah. What the Bleep Do We Know, the movie uh, documentary. Yeah. And they have yeah. different stages. So there's like a beginner and then there's like a level, what, three or four or five. And you can keep going down the rabbit hole and it's more and more yeah. detailed. Yeah. It's very. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's a, one of my favorites. Yeah. It's really great because it, it, it explains, you know, quantum, the quantum world and, and, a way and a method that people can really grasp onto who maybe aren't very familiar with the subject matter. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you had mentioned also you guys are working on a book. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. we are. We're in the, uh, we're in the early stages of creating a book and we probably would expect it to be out sometime either late this year or next year. Exciting. Do you have a do you have a title, a working title yet, or anything that you want to share about it, or is it still pretty hush hush at this point? Yeah. What you're going to be doing? <laughs> Top secret FBI. <laughs> ah, I figured it, it'll it'll definitely pick you up. That's for sure. It's it's going to be an amazing. It's really going to be an amazing book. It's essentially, you know, it's not so much personal from our perspective. It's more narrative in a way that's going to help people understand that it's not jumping from A to Z. It's going through the entire alphabet one letter at a time, you know, Mm -hmm. taking small measurable steps, just like in anything, even like in business, you know, uh, taking small measurable steps, making small shifts in your daily routine and your daily practices to see some really huge changes in your life. And, um, you know, to essentially in a spiritual sense, I guess you could say a way to turn the light on and Mm -hmm. shine it outward. You know, yeah, awesome. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait to to read it. So uh, that sounds very, very inspiring. Like everything that you guys do. So that's you know doesn't come as any great surprise to myself or anyone else. I'm sure. Um, let me ask you guys this: Have you noticed in the five years that you've been doing this? Um, you know, obviously you've grown 
by leaps and bounds in just a, the last year alone, uh, you know, many, many fold. Have you noticed a shift in planetary consciousness over that time time period, over the five years? Oh, I mean, absolutely. You know, there's a study uh, that went on, and I believe it was, don't quote me on this one, but I believe it was at Fordham University or Princeton University. And okay. it was basically, uh, you know, a a study on what group meditation could do. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, with uh, with with crime. So everybody, you know, I think it was seven thousand or seventy thousand, an extra large amount of people all meditated at once on peace. Mm-hmm. And you know, that crime rate on that day during that time dropped dramatically. So, mm-hmm. you know, when we started in two thousand nine, there really weren't positive pages or anything like that on Facebook. Not saying you know that there weren't already a lot of efforts underway. I think. Actually, but, I think Facebook just launched pages. Yeah, Facebook. Oh, okay. and, I, so. and I had and I love social media and I had a social media background. So I was like, oh, let's just make this community. Let's just start something. And I do remember Jesus Daily was around. Mm-hmm. Remember Jesus oh, Daily? But, yeah, I think so. Um, I think it had just launched really pages. So. Um, so we, cool. So 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 anyways, so as far as the noticing a shift in planetary consciousness, you know, as we grew. Um, you know, everything around us that we saw became more and more in line with that. And, you know, I guess you could, I guess you could call that a personal experience thing where this is your quote unquote vibration. So this is what you're seeing. Um, Mm -hmm. but since we've been working on this together, you know, we've noticed so many more people sharing updates about being positive and, you know, having a positive mindset and talking about gratitude and, There's thousands you know, of pages really in you know, websites now. Yeah. And thousands of pages and websites have sprouted up, uh, to really kind of go through the same channel of, um, trying to help people have a more positive and grateful outlook. Uh, you know, I understand that you could say, oh, well, within the past five years, look at the world news on CNN and see how much worse it's gotten. But, uh, you know, from our perspective and from the perspective of quantum physics, when you look at how vibrations change, uh, you'll notice a pattern. And as Mm -hmm. that frequency, as that frequency increases between that pattern and the next frequency, what happens? It's, it's total chaos. It's, it's absolutely, everything's, everything's crazy, you know, the whole thing. And then as, as it gets to that next frequency, everything comes back into form and you see that entirely new shape. So we're kind of moving, you know, if from my perspective and from Kristen's perspective, we found that we're kind of moving into a better place. But in order to do that, sometimes things happen. And maybe that's where we're at right now. But we follow up David Wilcock on Guy TV, and he does say that we're kind of moving into the fourth dimension. And I do believe that because I do see a lot more peace in the world. And even the people, um, people are happier. And yeah, a lot more individual action is happening. Uh, and I think that's and he- more health conscious, um, healthy conscious choices. I mean, right. I mean, we're vegans and we see like a lot more vegan options in the stores and there's more self-help. Products and- yeah, there's an expansion of good in in all mind, body, spirit. You know, now compared to ten years ago, there's a lot more healthy food options. You see a lot more absolutely, a lot more government policy that's you know yeah. banning or restricting things that are harming you. I mean, you saw gay marriage. And yeah, you saw you, you see know, a lot of see- being passed that are for you know betterment yeah. of society. So I mean, there's. People can sit and name the problems all day long, but I mean, I, th- I really believe that we are making that shift. It's just going to take time, and the world just needs all of us to come together and each of us make a difference, you know? Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's really important what you're kind of getting at, and that is, you know, people, there's certainly plenty to focus on, but if you look at it, we're actually, the world is safer now than it's ever been. And I think <laughs> focusing, once again, to the kind of the, underlying theme of this whole conversation in a lot of my conversations are it's what it's all about what you focus on you know mother teresa when asked you guys may have heard this when asked to march uh, against the war in vietnam she said you know i'll never do that but when you have a march for peace i'll be there and why why because she understands you know what you resist you give 
energy to, you know, it persists what you, you know, before something and against nothing, so to speak. And I think if we can all focus on, there's a ton of healthy changes, you know, uh, from diet to policies, um, you know, and, and so I was just curious what you guys' take was having sort of, and I would say your success in the last year is a real interesting marker to show, you know, you're at a hundred thousand people following you and you're over what, 3 million now. So that's a big jump in a year. And if that's indicative of what's going on, uh, planetary wide, uh, you know, planetary wide, it's, it's pretty exciting, pretty exciting times we're living in. Yeah. And with really the toddler is. at that, I think children bring out the inner child in yourself. They make, it makes life easier. I think harder, but easier at the same time. Yeah. A little bit. Sure. Children, you know, children <laughs> can teach you a lot about yeah. uh, planetary consciousness and where you have the potential to go. Right. And, Oh, some of these children now, the things coming out of their mouths too. It's just like, okay, you're not three years old or four years old, or like you've got some wisdom coming through you. That's coming from, from some other source. No, you're right. And she teaches us things every day. And no, I would definitely contribute to that. And not only, yeah, about both about, you know, reflecting on yourself and seeing the world from a different perspective. That's not programmed by society yet. Mm, Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. So what are you guys' future plans with Power Positivity? I mean, where, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, I think our goal is really to build a community on the website. Um, our fans like going to the website and reading our articles. And many people have said that they would love to see forums or um, user profiles. So we do have user profiles, but there's not very much functionality at the moment. So we're going to continue right. to expand that. So maybe users can write their own blogs um, and share their own wisdom and right to create really an environment where people can come and focus solely on the positive parts of life and how to be more positive, how to live that more, you know, any tips or information people have the discussion share about, we want that, you know, focus to be solely on the good and heading toward the good. Um, you know, like you said earlier, it doesn't really matter what you focus on, what you focus on, you feed period. Right. Right. So, you know, if you're focusing on, you know, ending racism or you're focusing on ending, you know, ending the war, it's just going to focus on racism or war. That's that's it. But if you focus on uh, accepting every type of beautiful person in the world into your life and treating them, you know, uh, I guess you could call this cliche, but treating them like your brothers and sisters um, and and understanding that peace can be attained among everyone um, and uh, you don't have to, you know, follow any type of, you know, information that, you know, tells you to separate yourself from anyone. There's, there's no reason for that. So, so I think you're trying to say that we really want to collaborate with more professionals that are in this field and mm-hmm. uh, get them to be a part of the mission and possibly collaborate with other, other pages and other websites to do something much bigger than what we're doing now. Right. Anything we can do really to just, uh, to shine that light in the directions that, you know, the directions that need, need it the most. And, uh, you know, I mean, we've talked to- about, um, well, I mean, we're working on the book. We've talked about, you know, videos or even an event collaborating with people for a long event in the future. Oh, that'd be great. So, yeah, so that's yeah. all in the future. And right now we're just kind of working on, building the community and bringing everybody together more on the website. Yeah. But big things yeah. nonetheless. That's, yeah. that's for certain. Yeah. It sounds like it. I mean, I, I fully agree. The, the sum is typically greater than the equal parts, especially when you get a lot of uh, positive people together. So um, certainly, uh, I certainly am uh, enjoying the, you know, this collaboration with you guys and uh, perhaps it will be more of that in the future in some way. Definitely. All right. Sounds great. Okay, well, last thing I'm going to ask you guys, in 60 seconds or less, uh, what, what is the meaning of life? Oh, that's, that's a lofty question for a 60-second reply. <laughs> exactly the point. So I'm going to let Kristen go first. No, you go first. All right, okay. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. I'll go first. Uh, to me, the meaning of life is to, you know, discover... Uh, what you are 
who you are, um, you know, find out what you were put here to do. And I know that really seems like, oh, wow, how am I just going to find out what I was put here to do? But, you know, find out what your strengths are. Go in that direction. You were given strengths and abilities and things all for a reason. Uh, the more you fall in line with your true authentic self, the more you're going to discover, you know, what your mission here is. Um, discover that right. mission. Take that mission and, you know, go as far go as far with it as you possibly can. Uh, don't tie it to the physical or material part of the world or the gratification part. Just follow that passion. Serve. Uh, serving is a huge, huge, huge part of life. And understand Absolutely. that everything you put out into this world is going to have an effect on the collective consciousness of the planet. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, think positive, serve, find your passion, live it. And, you know, and just, uh, you know, help, help spread that into others. Really. Awesome. Well, I think that was more than 60 seconds, but it was, <laughs> it was quite good. So we'll, we'll let you, we'll give you a pass on this one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> go within, find your purpose and live your passion. Smile. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me this evening. It's been a real pleasure uh, chatting with you tonight. And I hope you out there listening have enjoyed tonight's podcast. Until next time, remember, as long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Be well, everyone.